Well, hey there, you're listening to the Marketing for Coaches podcast. I'm your host, Steve Schramm. This is the podcast where we help coaches like you achieve clarity around their message, overcome their toughest marketing challenges, and grow their caseload in record time. Welcome to the show. All right, this is the third episode. Thank you for joining us again in our series on Up and Running. And this episode is all about coaching and content creation. Man, I feel like this is the dynamite. One of my favorite things to do is content creation. Uh, I really believe it's one of those activities that's, as Mike Hyatt would say, it's in my desire zone. As Gail Hendricks would say, or Gay Hendricks, excuse me, it's in my, my, uh, my zone of genius. I love creating content. I love teaching. I love sharing content with other people. And you may or may not be in that boat, right? You may or may not um, love the idea of content creation. Please know that I'm not saying that you absolutely have to uh, to do this. If you don't enjoy content creation, I understand that. However, uh, I think it's much, much harder, especially this day and age, to grow a successful business, really of any kind, but in our context, a successful coaching business without doing some what I've called value first marketing, creating content for other people and sharing that content out that they could consume it even before making the decision to do business with you. This is what I think works. So I'm going to challenge you if you're in that boat, if you're in the boat where you just you're not sure, right, that that that, that you even like to do this. I'm going to challenge you to walk away from those old mindsets, those old thoughts and, and try to learn to love it. Now, if you just hate it, OK, I get that. Some people are not built for that. But if you like talking to people, if you like coaching, I'm going to say it's pretty likely that you either already like content creation or you could learn to like content creation because you get to help. You get to, in a sense, coach people from afar. So it's exciting. And I think that you probably are the person who needs to implement a strategy for consistent content creation in order to be successful online if you don't already have one. So I want to help you overcome that, overcome that limitation. You might think that all all marketing is interruption-based, right? Maybe you think that all marketing is akin to Google advertising or those stinking billboards that you see driving down the highway. Well, I'm going to offer a, another perspective. Marketing, to me, is serving. Sales, in general, is serving. I've heard Pat Flynn say that many times. Zig Ziglar used to say something very similar to that back in the day, and I think it's true. I think sales is merely serving and people being willing to give you their dollars, their uh, their uh, certificates of appreciation, Mr. Ray Edwards says, okay, in exchange. So if you perceive that content creation is something that just other businesses do, right, it's not right for yours, or you know you should get started, you just don't know how, we're going to really try to help you through those things in this particular episode. All right? Now, this episode is brought to you by our affiliates. It's brought to you by our affiliates. You can go over to northmacservices.com slash resources. Check those out. We have a ton of affiliates over there. Um, the reason it's brought to you by our affiliates is that we uh, have a couple of those mentioned throughout this particular episode. And so I just want you to go check those out and you can see some of the different people that we use to help run this business. And uh, you can use some similar services and resources to run yours. All right. Now I want to give you a, a statement to start us off. 
that might be kind of counterintuitive, but I'm going to argue for its truthfulness throughout this episode. The key to sales is to give your very best information away for free. Listen to me, the key to sales. Sales implies an exchange of goods and services, right? The key to sales is to give your very best information away for free. That is the essence of value-first marketing. And you might say that it doesn't work. Well, I say that it does. I say that it does. Remember a couple episodes ago when I talked about the fact that many uh, and, and as a matter of fact, I'd venture to say most of the current clientele I work with in my business is a direct result of the value first mindset that I have brought into Facebook groups and networking groups like that. I first provide value and they are so blown away by the value and it at the same time demonstrates not only that I'm interested in giving value and customer service, but that I know my stuff, right? It demonstrates that prior to them having to swipe the card, give me the credit card number, whatever, right? And so that that builds a trust in their mind that they don't have if they don't get to engage with your materials first. So the key to sales is to give your very best information away for free. So what does that look like? Well, you might you might first have to consider what kind of content are you going to create? What kind of content are you going to create? Now, we have available to us pretty much anything that we want to do. We can today get on a public platform and have an opinion in the world. The number of gatekeepers has gone down significantly. In fact, one of the primary gatekeepers is yourself. One of the primary gatekeepers you face is your own mindset and getting out there and thinking like you don't have the ability to make a difference in the world because the truth is that you do. You can get your message out there. It is easier than ever. It's easier than ever. So there are a couple considerations. I wrote down three. I wrote down three because I think they're the most common when it comes to somebody getting started creating content for the first time. That is blog, podcast, and video content blog, podcast, and video content. Currently, I engage in all three in some different endeavors. I do have a, a, a ministry uh, podcast and blog, and of course, I do video stuff over there as well. You can just go to stevestram.com actually and find that. That's some of my, my Christian ministry work that I do. But even with respect to North Mac Services, the company that sponsors this podcast, I have blog posts over there. You're listening to my podcast, and I've got a video series out there right now called Get More Coaching Clients. You can find that at northmacservices.com slash more, and there is where you can learn all about how to get more coaching clients in your in your practice, how to clarify your message and get your website up to snuff, right? So um, I'm engaged in all three. If you're not doing any content creation right now, though, I say let's just get started, right? Let's start with one. If I had to recommend one, uh, you might not think this to be the case, but I would say start with a podcast. 
I think this day and age, you have almost more power, more persuasiveness, more ability to get noticed with a podcast. It does take a little bit more work than just writing a blog post and putting it out there, uh, but in my view, podcasting is the is the future. People really can engage with that audio content in a way that you can't engage with written and even video content. It's really unique. It's growing in popularity, but right now is a great time to get in because it's not nearly as saturated as the blog world and even the video world because frankly it's more work Uh, but it's rewarding work and it's fun and people can really get to know you like you and trust you in a way that is not um, remotely possible with the other mediums. I know that sounds counterintuitive with video, but there's actually research on that and I don't have it in front of me or else I'd point uh, point you to it but honest to goodness, there is scientific research that backs the fact that audio is still the number one game in town especially and even going into the future all right so you need to decide what's better for you just think about doing one start with one move on to others if you think it'll be easier to write if you enjoy writing do that if you enjoy talking if you can get more more out and more sense and do it clearer and communicate clearly and you want to work on your speaking etc do a podcast Uh, if video is uh, seems more palatable to you if you just want to be seen or if you think people can value better from your stuff by being able to teach them on a whiteboard or something like that then maybe you consider video so there's considerations that you have to make for your own context Right, It's not a one-size-fits-all thing, but some people find that they are at home actually doing all three eventually. So you just have to pick what's right for you on that. Okay, so you have to choose what kind of content. All right, then you need a process, a process for creating content. And I went through the high level of this the other day, but I want to dig in a little bit deeper now. So the first step that you need to take when you are uh, you know, in the process of creating content is you need a brainstorming session. You need a brainstorming session. Now let me give you some things here. You might want to write this down. If you don't have something to write with, maybe you pause the podcast, go grab something to write with and write these down or just listen again later. Okay. But you need to uh, get this process down. So under the, the heading brainstorm, you need to have 10 to 25 idea brainstorming sessions. You need some brainstorming sessions where you can crank out 10 to 25 ideas. Now, you can if you want to, uh, if you have the extra time. But in this, I wouldn't worry necessarily about making them all, all pretty. I mean, a lot of times, in other words, I'll write down just the general idea that I have. And I've got lists with well over 800 topics on them for different things that I'm doing. Okay, so these lists can grow and grow and grow. And as you consume more content, the list grows. Uh, but only worry about getting the idea down. You can worry about the title. You can make it SEO friendly. You can do all of that stuff, make it really clickable and all of that. You could do that stuff later. Just get it down on paper, get the idea out of your head and on paper so that in the future you can use it. Keep a list. Write down this list in Evernote, in Google Docs, etc. Find somewhere where you can keep a list. Also, find a tool to write ideas down in the moment. Uh, If you have a newer Apple Watch, something that works really great I hear is the Drafts app for your iPhone and for your Apple Watch. So you can just take those notes down real quickly. Uh, I use the uh, widget on my iPhone that allows me to enter things into Evernote pretty quickly. So I start with that. So uh, I use Evernote to keep my lists, but find a tool to write ideas down in the moment. And then 
I mentioned this briefly, but listen and read incessantly for ideas. Not only listen and read uh, with respect to you know books and audio programs and videos and things like that, but uh, even your clients. I mean, really, especially pay attention to those clients, those themes, those things that often come up in your coaching sessions. This not only allows you to, to brainstorm for creating free content, but also for paid content. Maybe you want to have a hybrid model where you start to do like uh, courses and things like that, where you can develop courses and programs and things of that nature based just on the kinds of themes that you see your clients dealing with. So these are some ideas that you can add into your brainstorming times. And I didn't write this down, but a little bonus since I went there is uh, I actually in the same Evernote note, just later down under a different heading, uh, I keep uh, ideas for future courses and future uh, speaking topics and things like that. I keep them in the same exact thing as I do my other topics just under a different heading. So whether it's a blog or a podcast or a speaking or a course idea, webinar idea, etc., I put all of those things in the same document. And you don't have to do it that way, but I do. I'm just trying to make the point that I brainstorm ideas all the time as I read and listen, etc., for all of those different things and find something that speaks to me. Okay, uh, the second thing after you brainstorm is to create. So you create using a template. Create using a template. That's what I uh, recommend is the best way. So what kind of template do you use? Well, you can certainly go check out Ken Davis's score method uh, that's really developed for speakers because Ken Davis is a pretty well-known public speaker. And the score method, I think, works really, really well. I like it. For a while, I used it for developing podcast episodes and even uh, blog posts and things of that nature. I've actually modified mine a bit based on insights that I've received from other folks that I follow and uh, I value their ideas. And I thought that for the context of podcasting, etc., that it actually worked a little better. So I, I don't, you know, in a sense, I want to give Ken Davis the credit for coming up with what he did. So I don't want to take away from that. But I did change it up a bit for me. And so I think it's fair to tell you what I actually uh, use instead of the actual score method as, um, as Ken Davis promotes. So uh, what I do is a score by the way it's uh it's a, a an acronym so the way that i do it it stands for story character obstacle rationale there's a second r resources and engage so uh story is uh, what kind of story am i telling am i what, you know what's this what where is the the person who is listening to this, where are they at on the journey? Is this a walk away? Are we going to walk away from old habits and bad ideas? Is this a redemption story theme, right? Did we go away from the way we should have been for a while? And now we're going to redeem ourselves. We're going to come back from where we left. You know, is it a redemption? Is it a not alone kind of story, right? Is it a don't worry, you're not alone? Uh, these are all popular story themes. And you can actually research different storylines and themes that you could uh, do your programs around. Inviting people into a story is one of the key ways to create compelling content. And then a character. Uh, who's the character in the story? The obstacle. What obstacles do they face? Okay, and then what's your rationale? How are you going to help them? What are the things? For instance, the rationale in this particular um, uh, lesson, this particular podcast episode is uh, what kind of content 
the process for creating content, the key to content is consistency. Okay, those are, that's the rationale, and then under each of those is the outline, the headings that we're talking about right now, and we are on uh, number two under the process for creating content, which is create, or on create using a template, and we're in the modified score, which is number two under that, so it just follows right with the outline. Then you have the resources, title ideas, illustrations, images, links, quotes, things of that nature, and then engage. That's where I put the question that I want folks to answer as a part of uh, a way to invite people in and to engage them in the process. So that is the method that I use. You might have to go back and listen to that a time or two to get it down. And then finally, with create using a template, which by the way, the reason you should do that is because it helps you, uh, forms a repeatable process for the future. Uh, you, uh, I prefer to write in Evernote, and I use a plugin called JP Markdown, which uses Multi Markdown, which is something that productivity gurus and, and writers like to use that helps them to write complex uh, formatting with keyboard strokes. In other words, if I want to bold a line as I'm writing it in Evernote, rather than taking the time to stop what I'm doing and hit and highlight the thing and go up and find the bold key or even to hit command B for bold here on a Mac, all I have to do is put two asterisks before the word or sentence that I want to bold and immediately after the word or sentence that I want to bold. And when I import that into WordPress, that is actually going to show up as bold over there. Uh, but you have to have the JP Markdown plugin installed on WordPress for that to work. So I highly recommend that. And then polish. So we talked about brainstorm. You got to brainstorm, then you got to create the content in a different session. You don't brainstorm and then create. You brainstorm one day, create on a completely different day or, or a different time. And then at some point you polish, you go in and you run it through something like Yoast SEO to um, make sure that you are using right keywords, you're using the right kind of language, the right kind of voice, uh, that it's ready for search engines. SEO for audio content works a little bit differently. It has more to do with the time that they spend on the page listening to the content than what's actually in uh, the, the, the post itself. So that's for another time, but just know that, that uh, SEO for audio is going to be a little bit different. Uh, keep your sentences well structured. One to three sentences per line, no more than that. Don't get into big walls of text because people will not read that. People scan first when they're reading through content. And sometimes all they do is scan. And my third piece of advice on polish would be to use bold, italics, exclamation marks, m dashes, uh, questions, etc. Use these things to invite, to engage. I can't stress this enough. It's so boring to read most people's content online. You want to make it conversational, just like you were talking. You don't talk like a robot, presumably, so don't write like one either. Okay, and then finally, the last part in the process is sharing. You've got to share it out. Uh, you know, the sad thing is, is a lot of people spend tons of time creating content and virtually no time sharing it out. They waste all of their time making it and then nobody ever hears about it because they don't want to do the work of sharing it out on social, on email, on things like that. So you got to do that. I'm not going to cover that in depth, but uh, again, on that resources page I mentioned earlier, you could check out Missing Letter that will help you schedule future posts based on what you create. Uh, email providers like MailChimp or ConvertKit. Uh, I use both right now currently in different contexts for different things. Check those out. 
And then, of course, sharing in groups, Facebook groups, uh, Twitter lists, LinkedIn groups. you got to get in those groups, provide some value first, like I mentioned, and then you'll be surprised at the results you'll see. Okay, finally, the last thing we want to talk about here is this. The key to content is consistency. The key to content creation really is consistency. Don't just put things out there whenever you feel like it. Now, granted, it might be better to be doing something rather than nothing, so at least you get started, but the key to content is consistency. Twice monthly, weekly, bi-weekly. It's not about how much you can do, how often you can do it. It's about how much can you do it consistently. Show up when people are expecting you. All right, so that's it for this week. That's all I have for you, but I have a question. When it comes to content creation, remember, think about this. Comment on it on the website. Uh, In the show notes, you can find the link to it. When it comes to content creation, what is your biggest personal struggle? When it comes to content creation, what is your biggest personal struggle? I want to know so I know how to help you in the future. All right, don't forget to check out that resources page, northmaxservices.com slash resources. Hope we found this episode helpful. Leave a comment or review for us in iTunes if you want to. We would certainly appreciate that. Rate us, uh, review us. That helps other people find the show. All right, thank you so much for your time. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.